Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. I don't need a break from my guy, Matt Josephs. You know him as Mid-Major Matt, host of Border to Border on 106.1 FM in Richmond. Weekdays at 3 o'clock, a sports handicapper for more than 15 years. Matt, you a big bowler? Uh, yeah, I'm a good bowler. Uh, the, the headline, I believe, to the story had something like strikes and spares on it. They, the, the person who wrote that article really did a solid job mixing bowling and uh, what happened in that story. Oh, that's so good. You know, man on bowling team goes for the gutter, parentheses, ball, I, whatever. I mean, you could just, you could do this all day long. I absolutely love it. I, I can't wait to see how that bad boy plays out. But we got to talk about what you're looking at in baseball today. And I can't wait to ask you about college football as well, because I know that's one of your specialties, one of many. So what are some baseball players on the card today that you'd like, one that stands out to you? Well, I mean, if you're not taking the Reds, it feels like, in some extent. I mean, you got to ride the streak right now. Cincinnati is just the, the hottest team in baseball, and they're riding the uh, the youth movement that they're having. And one of those youth movement is pitching today, and Andrew Abbott, uh, he's a left-hander. And as we've seen with Colorado, they really can't hit left-handed pitching. And so I'm trying to figure out a way to take advantage of that, whether it's the run line, whether it's a you know an alternate total. You know, yesterday we had a great opportunity to be able to pair off a nice little parlay because the books offered the George Kirby walks prop, which has been pretty much an under machine considering he's never had more than one this season. Uh, and I paired that off yesterday with an alternate total in the, in the Rockies Reds game and was able to hit that. So looking to go back to, to, to fading Colorado on the road and, and playing this Reds team that's just been so good as of late. Oh, for sure. But you definitely pay the price as the Reds are minus 250 on the money line today. But the juice line, uh, the money, or excuse me, the run line, not too bad at minus 126. So usually when you come on the show, I'm always interested to hear about your strikeout props. Are there any on the slate today that have caught your eye so far or any pitcher props? Yeah, it's really interesting because, you know, I, I'm, I'm a Phillies fan uh, and I'm looking at Aaron Nola today and, I'm, and the person in me who usually sees what he does figures he's going to give up a bunch of runs today and I see his earn runs allowed is over two and a half. Uh, if you look, there's two Braves who absolutely dominate the guy. And you take a look at um, Austin Riley. 
has five homers against him in his career. He's 20 of 48 with five homers. And Ronald Acuna Jr., who seemingly dominates everybody, has four homers in his career, 15 of 43 in his career. So um, I see Aaron Nola's earn runs allowed is two and a half. I unfortunately may be looking at the over there. He's supposed to be the ace of the team, and considering how poorly they played yesterday, they need him to step up. And those are the times he usually doesn't step up. So I think I'm kind of fading Aaron Nola today. Uh, Strikeouts, he might go over, but he's going to give up some runs today because this Braves lineup has had a lot of success against him. We're talking with Matt Josephs, a.k.a. Mid-Major Matt, host of Warrior to Warrior on 106.7 FM in Richmond weekdays at 3 o'clock, and he loves his Philly teams as well. So you've talked about Philadelphia. I I just wanted to ask you about particular markets in baseball betting. Is it K-props? Is it sides? Is it totals? Are you all over the place, or is there one particular market that you really like betting on? I think it's the strikeouts. Uh, I think it's the outs recorded, and it's the earned runs. Um, it's really baseball has really become a sport that I just want to minimize the amount of people I get involved. So when you take a strikeout prop, you really have just the pitcher against the lineup. You can almost take a rest for the other half of the game. When you have the outs recorded, um, that's the same thing. You have one pitcher and you have the other lineup. And when you do earn runs, you don't even have to worry about if there's errors. You almost root for errors. You're like, all right, let's have this guy give up a couple of errors. That way it's unearned runs, and maybe he's in the game a little bit shorter. Um, so, yeah, I really like to minimize this sort of thing. If I ever actually do bet on a game, it's three innings, it's five innings. I want nothing to do with bullpens. I want nothing to do pretty much with both teams. I want to just take a team, take a side I like, and just kind of focus in on as few players as possible in any given contest. I'll agree with you there because I do think it's a smart move to try to narrow your focus, but the amount of times that I have lost a strikeout prop bet by one strike has been maddening. And I know there are bad beats in every single sport and every single market, but strikeouts have like been a dagger through the heart for me. Do you think these markets have gotten sharper over the past year or two? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, doing the database that uh, Ariel Epstein and I do a, a nice little spreadsheet where we list everything uh, for every team and we put the numbers that, that come out. It is incredible to notice how many five and a half are either decided by five or six. Um, and for my sanity, I don't watch that game. Uh, I don't watch that game cast. Every once in a while, I'll peek at it to see what the score is, hope that the pitcher's out. But I will not watch any sort of games that I have K-props involved. Because if you have an over and you see your pitcher get two strikes and he gets you know, a fly out, you're going crazy. And when he gets two strikes and you have an under, you're sitting there sweating because you're hoping that the, the batter won't swing at a pitch outside the strike zone. Or you won't hope that one of these idiot umpires won't call a ball a strike and then you lose that way so my best tip is to not watch any games that you have your k-props involved in old man winter here if i had it my way it would stay winter all year long short days wind chill black ice and a good polar vortex (laughs) heaven wait is it getting warm in here your cold snap is over old man winter spring has arrived spring spring is here which means it's the perfect time to get away in the hyundai you've always wanted visit the hyundai getaway sales event where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning hyundai models like the tech-filled tucson and kona as well as the spacious palisade enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with america's best warranty and three years or thirty-six thousand miles of complimentary maintenance but hurry in these deals won't last add more joy to your journey at the hyundai getaway sales event 
Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. So, speaking of idiot umpires, I just wanted to get your take on and not to lead you here with my line of questioning but what was your take on the the umpires in that rangers white Sox game last night going to the replay and reversing the call to play i mean i'm not surprised by anything nowadays i'm really not it's just i mean it's crazy that we have replay and we still can't get things right because last night in the Phillies-Braves game, they reviewed a play at second base with JT Realmuto. Now, let's put aside the fact that he shouldn't be going for a double when they're down three. He should have stayed at first base, and that way they would have kept the inning going. But when you look at the replay, he looked pretty safe, and we went to the replay and they called him out. So I, I just I don't understand if we have replay why we still can't get things right and why we're overturning things that we really shouldn't be. So I'm not surprised by anything. Um, you know, Bruce Bochy getting ejected, you know, made sense and everything, but – I'm just not surprised. We should go to electronic umps. We should have replay that's done correctly, and and sometimes it's just not going to happen. I'll just call it hashtag Rob Manfred because he's not the brightest commissioner of them all. (laughs) He's the absolute worst. God, Rob Manfred doing his best to ruin the game. That's my two cents on him. All right, so let's get to some of your college football win totals because if you are putting in bets on June 21st, in college football, it means you probably have a pretty strong take on said team. So which teams are you high on or which teams are you low on? So I, I, I'm kind of in the middle of the process right now. We're starting out by looking at some of the teams in, uh, you know, I've done three conferences so far. I'll tell you this, one of the teams that I think I'm really going to be low on, and it's a shame because they were one of my favorites in previous years, is UAB. Um, I think you combine the fact that you get rid of probably the most underrated coach in America in Bill Clark. And it's not that they get rid of him. He retired. Um, and then you bring in Trent Dilfer, who coached a high school team. And, Look, I understand that Trent Dilfer knew a lot about football and was on TV and everything, but going from that and being a high school coach to coaching a college program in a pretty solid conference, not to mention that they have just eight starters back combined on both sides of the ball, I think there's a chance that UAB goes from one of the darlings that we you know, could count on you know, seven, eight, nine wins to being a team that absolutely struggles. Uh, They play uh, a Georgia Southern team that's interesting on the road. They play at Georgia at the end of September. They play at Tulane, at UTSA, who are the two best teams in the conference. I think UAB is going to be an absolute disaster this year, and I think part of the reason why is because they made a horrendous hire uh, at head coach. So, Matt, let's go in the opposite direction. Who is a team that will overachieve at least compared to their win total this season? I think Temple's going to be a team that goes over their win total. And I think one of the reasons why people aren't necessarily talking about them as much is because it's Temple. And, you know, they had that brief stretch where, you know, guys like Al Golden and some of the other head coaches they had, Matt Rule, took them to a solid level. Um, They had that night where they played Notre Dame and they had college game day in Philadelphia. It was arguably the best moment in the program's history. And the past couple of years, they've just kind of been middling. But if if people haven't noticed, they have one of the most underrated quarterbacks in America in E.J. Warner, who's Kurt Warner's kid. And last year, he was very good considering he didn't have – they had one of the worst run games in America. Um, They had a mediocre wide receiving core. So he's back for his sophomore year. They've built more plays into the playbook for him. And they have a manager 
manageable schedule. Their win total is five and a half. I think they're going to approach six or seven this year. I think they could be bowl eligible. One of the most interesting games, September 23rd, Miami comes to town, comes to Philadelphia. And we know that Miami at times has those games where they just don't show up. They don't care because they're like, we're just so much better than somebody. I think if Miami's not right. careful, they could lose that game in Philadelphia on September 23rd. But I think this Temple team approaches bowl eligibility. One of the keys is make sure to find a book that has a good number for you. Some books have five, some books have five and a half, and that half a win makes a huge difference, especially if you think they're going to win six wins. You want that cushion there that if they fall to five, you get a push instead of a loss. He has been a sports handicapper for more than 15 years, and you can check him out as host of Border to Border on 106.1 FM in Richmond. Weekdays at 3 o'clock, it is our friend Matt Joseph's mid-major Matt. Matt, we appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Thanks for having me. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.